0: Shalom to all! Today's office is in Darmdach Samachalif. We are starting in the fifth line with the words Yibayeluhu. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Sarah Sarabas, Yaakov Mashah, her neshama shedavan aliyah. And Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmiel, Mardachai, Binr his neshama shedavan aliyah. And the Gemara says, Yibayeluhu, they ask the following question. Omar, let's say a fellow said, I'm not gonna have wine for a Yibel. Now we know that Yibel is a 50 year cycle. It's seven Shemitah cycles, which is seven times seven, that's 49. And Yibel is the 50th year. So he says, I'm not gonna have wine for Yibel. Now, what about the 50th year itself? Is it considered like everything before the 50, meaning it's included in his nadir, or it's like after the fifty, it's not included in his neder. So Tashma Detanyuwe Bryce, plucked the Rebhid V Rabon. It's Machlik is between Rebhut and the Rabunon. The pasuk tells us about Yevel Vikidashem as Shnasha Chamishim Shana, and you shall sanctify the fiftieth year. What do we learn from here? Shnasha chemish ma to moine, you are to count the fiftieth year, viatomin, shnas chemishim achas, you're not to count the fifty first year. Mikanu from here they said, Yevel Aina Minyan Shavua, that the Yovel year does not count as part of the seven year cycle. In other words, you count the fiftieth year on its own, and only once that fiftieth year is over. Does a new count for a seven year shemitah cycle begin? So it seems to be that according to Rabbanon, the Yovel year is part of his neder. Whereas Rabbi Judah, Rabbi huda says Yovel Oil l'minyan shavua that the Yovel year is counted as part of the seven years, and that means that when we start a brand new Yovel cycle, which begins with a seven year shemitah cycle, so the first year of that seven year shemitah cycle is also the Yovel year. So it seems to be that according to Rabbi huda, the Yovel year is not part of the neder. And I just continue with his brayso. Amr of the Rabbi huda They asked Rabbi huda Harei Yomer? But it says in the pasuk, Shesh shanim Tizra Sodecha six years you shall plant your field, and according to you, there's only five, because we know that Yaival is treated like a Shemitah year, and that means that according to you, Rabbi Huda, the first year of the new Shemitah cycle is Shemitah, and the seventh year is Shemitah, leaving only five years for planting. And the Pasuk says you have to have six years for planting. But now, Rabbi Yehuda responded to him, According to you, it says in the Pasuk, and it will produce grain for the three years. The Pasuk is telling Am Yisrael, you don't have to be afraid to keep Shemitah and not plant your crops then, because the sixth year crop is going to last for three years, the sixth, the seventh, and the eighth until the crop of the eighth year grows. Well, the Yovel year messes that up because HaRei Arba, when we have the Yovel year, everyone agrees that the Yovel year, again, which is treated like a Shemitah year, comes after that last Shemitah. So it means that there's two Shemitah years in a row and that means that we're going to have to have grain for four years, not for three years. So how do we answer for this Pasuk? We can understand this Pasuk is referring to the other Shemitah cycles. The first six of the Shemitah cycles an entire Yovel cycle, that's when we apply this Pasuk, and the Pasuk is not referring to the last Shemitah cycle when we're going to have to have four years of grain being produced in the sixth year. So the Linami, also says Rabbi Bishar I could explain it as referring to the rest of the Shemitah cycles. That means all of the Shemitah cycles we're going to have six years to plant, but the Shemitah cycle that immediately follows the yovel year will only have five years to plant. And continue to explain the Mishnah, we said, Ada Pesach, v'chulu. So the Mishnah brought a macholikis between Rav and Rabbi Yaisi regarding when a fellow said he's not going to taste wine until before Pesach. Now Rav Meir holds he's only and until Pesach. Rabbi Yassi holds he's Asr until after Pesach. Now this wording until before Pesach is unclear. It could mean until the moment before Pesach begins, but it also can mean any moment during Pesach, which comes before another moment in Pesach. In other words, all of Pesach would be Asr because even the second to last moment of Pesach comes before the last moment of Pesach, and therefore, his nether would be chal until the last moment of Pesach. Sadigmar says, It seems to be the Rev. Meir holds that a person is not going to get himself into a suffix. He's not going to say something which is ambiguous and unclear. And therefore, when this fellow said, "aluf Nei Pesach, he wasn't being ambiguous. He was being very clear It's up until the first moment of Pesach. Whereas Rebbe Yaisi says, holds, that a person will put himself into a matzav of suffix. And therefore, when this fellow says, ne Pesach, since that can be under understood in an ambiguous way, and it could be understood that he's ushering himself till the end of Pesach. So BIC says that's when he's ushering till. But now the like says that's a problem. Very many, I'll see from a Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us, A person has two sets of daughters from two wives. So he had a wife, Leah, who gave birth to two daughters, and then he married a woman, Rachel, who also gave birth to two daughters. So Leah's two daughters are older than Rachel's daughters. But then this fellow says, I accepted Kidushin for my older daughter, but I don't know if I was referring to the older the oldest of the oldest, which means Leah's oldest daughter, or maybe it was the oldest of the younger ones, meaning Rachel's oldest daughter, or maybe it was the youngest of the older daughters, meaning Leah's younger daughter, because Leah's younger daughter is older than the oldest of Rachel's daughters. So, which one of his daughters is Mikudeshes? Kulan Osurais, all of them are Asur, Divrav Meir, that's what Rav Meir, says, except for the youngest of the youngest, which means Rachel's youngest daughter, because she for sure can't be included in this. Whereas Rabbi Yasi says the opposite, Mutares, all of these daughters are permitted, except for the oldest of the oldest daughters, which is Leah's oldest daughter. So we see that it's Rav Meir that holds that a person will be Machnis himself into a Suffolk. As Rav Meir Paskin's over here, that all of his daughters are Asur, besides for the youngest one. And it's that holds that a person won't be Machnas himself into a suffolk, and the only daughter which is usher is the one that is the oldest of her sisters and the oldest of all of the girls. So it's clearly not like our Mishnah implies. So we have to switch around the Shita on our Mishnah. And time, you have a ride for this from brisa. This is the rule with Nadarim. Anything that has a set time. And the fellow says, so he uses his lashon of Ad It's Rav Meir that says that he's in this thing until after this thing leaves. Rav Yasi he says, it's until it comes. So we really just have to switch around the sheet of Rav Meir and Rav Yossi in our Mishnah. And now we have another Mishnah, which is really continuation. Let's say the fellow assured himself from wine or he assured himself from anything. Ad until the grain harvest, Ad until the grape harvest, Ad until the olive harvest, he's only assured until it comes. And Zahaklal, this is the rule. Kavua, anything that has a set time, such as a yontif of Sukkis or Pesach, it has a set amount of time. The Amr and the fellow says, so assured He's usher up until the yontif. Amar, if the fellow said ad until it is, so asr ad he's usher until the yontif finishes. Now v'chol Anytime we're dealing with something that does not have a set amount of time, such as a harvest, we don't know how long the harvest is going to last for. So ben amar ad ben amar ad he, Whether he said ad he, or he said ad any el ad he, he's only usher up until it comes. And an example of this is let's say he says ad until the kayat. Now kayats over here does not mean the summer in. Man- Modern Hebrew, kayats means summer. kayats over here refers to a harvest, and we're going to see in the Gemara, it refers particularly to the fig harvest. So he says, I'm going to be usher until the fig harvest. Or he says, Ad she'yeh kayats. So he's Usser only, Ad she'yeh schilu'am bakal p'kalkalais, only once they start putting fruit in baskets, meaning until the beginning of the harvest, even though he used the lashon of Ad she'yeh. And once again, that's because the harvest doesn't have a set amount of time. However, let's say he says, Ad she'yavor kayats until the Kayetz passes, so Ad she'ek then he's Usser until they fold up the knife, because over here he was very clear that he's gonna be usser until after the harvest passes. And nothing more brings a braisa, Tana, Kakala Shaamru, this kalkala, this basket that they were talking about, that this fellow is usser only up until they start putting fruit into the basket. shal Ta'inim. It's referring to a basket of figs, Veloy shal anavim, and not a basket of grapes. And this is what we said in our Mishnah is that he was talking about the fig harvest. Now why is that? That's because the Velashan of kayats means until the picking. And picking refers to taking something off the tree by hand. Now the fig harvest was done by hand, not with knives. Like the grape harvest was done with, so therefore kayets means the fig harvest. But now we're going to have a machlokis about this. Tan we have a braisa. hanotim <speaking in> paris hakaiyitz. <Hebrew> if a person made a neder, he's not going to eat peris hakaiyitz. <speaking> Ain osr <Hebrew> el habiteinim. He's only osr with figs. Now Rav Shimon Gamliel and Rav Gamliel says anovim bchal ta'enim, meaning he's also osr to eat anovim. Now my time in the Tanakama. What's the Tanakama's reasoning that he's only osr to eat figs? Because all the Tanakama holds teinim miktatsan biyada. Figs are cut by hand anovim le miktatzan biyada, but grapes are not cut by hand. Whereas Rav Shimon so where holds anovim nami grapes as well. Kimerat once the stems dry out, Miktats and Beyada, so then he will remove them, he will cut them with his hand. It's only when the stems are moist and fresh, he cuts them with a knife. But once they're dry, so then he'll just break them off with his hand, so when he assures himself from Parasachayat, he's including grapes as well. We're going to stop you for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.